Warning! The following stories are based on actual historical events. It should be noted, however, the women telling these stories are completely stoned. Viewer discretion advised. Hey guys, I'm April. And I'm Madison. And this is High Herstory. We took longer than expected. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Honestly, I needed the extra week because I quit my job. And it's been a lot. (laughs) I've been really busy. Yeah, and between all of our trips and getting home and dealing with all kinds of bull crap, yeah, we needed the extra week. So sorry, we apologize for <laughs> being a week behind. <clears throat> it was just we did this to increase anticipation. Oh yes, all about the female inventors. Yes, we were just really building it up. Mm-hmm. I hope it's worth it. <laughs> Me too. I liked My Lady. So. I did too. I thought My Lady was badass. Me too. Alright, well, speaking of our badass ladies, okay. let's get started. So mine was a woman named Gertrude Bell Elion. That is a name. Yes, it is. <laughs> she went by Trudy. <coughs> I don't know if that's any better. Uh, she didn't is. want to go by Gertie. <laughs> it is better. Because <laughs> um, I literally was like, I'm not going to, I can't, I can't call her Gertrude. I can't. Okay. Well, so I was going to call her Trudy anyways, and then I saw that she did actually go by Trudy. Well, now I'm just going to think about my ninth grade English teacher. Trudy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Trudy... Was born January 23rd, 1918. Okay. <clears throat> um, and her family, they were, like, doing pretty well. I would say, like, upper middle class. And stock, ha- stock market crash of 29 took all of that from them. Mm-hmm. They lost all their money. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trudy, on the other hand, was really fucking smart. And graduated high school at 15. Damn. She was just like plowing through like fuck everybody. Dang, how I always get the squeaky chair. I don't know. I'm just vibing right now. Alright. Um I scrolled too much. Okay, so she just graduated at fifteen. Well and then also at fifteen, her grandfather passes passes away from stomach cancer. Which is horrible. Yeah, that's yikes. Sad. But this gets Trudy, like, she's like, okay, I, this is what I want to do. I want to stop this from happening. I want mm. to fight cancer. And it really got her interested in medicine and, and science, really, yeah. and how, how to, you know, fight these diseases. Um, so because she was so smart, she got, like, a fucking free ride Damn. to Hunter College, which at the time was an all-girls college. Um, but she got to go for free, like I said, full ride, full free. Very nice. Uh, and she majored in, she got a degree in chemistry and graduated summa cum laude in 1957. Go girl. Fucking kicked ass. <sighs> because, you know, okay. <clears throat> Obviously we're talking about this lady because she's badass and she fought... Some bullshit circumstances because 1937 sexism was horrible regardless, but sexism in science was even worse. Mm-hmm. So after graduation, so she graduated top of her class with this chemistry degree and she wanted to find a paying research position. Because like I said, all she wanted to do was make medication and find a way to fight these diseases. That's all she wanted to do. Mm. So she's looking for a research opportunity, and nobody will fucking hire her because she's a woman. Can we take one pause so I can cough and we can just... Yeah. I had a tickle in my throat, and it was just like... Eating you alive. Yes. In there. <clears throat> I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> trying. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. 
Okay. She faced bullshit circumstances because she was a woman in science in 1937. Oh, yes. Yeah, so nobody would hire her. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So she does, I guess, kind of the next best thing. She begins working as a secretary, but also as a high school chemistry teacher. Hmm. While also working after hours in an unpaid position uh, at a chemistry lab. Like, literally, she was just giving away free stuff. Just, like, take my knowledge for free. Ugh, sucks for her, but how lucky for those kids. Yeah, so she... It's just fucking amazing. I mean, doing all of this shit. All at once. Working three Mm -hmm. different jobs, basically, and one getting no money for. Yeah. Uh, So, because she was doing all this shit, she eventually saved up enough money... To go back to school and get her master's degree. But again, due to this fucking gender bias in science, she had to pay for it out of pocket. Because all of her financial aid um, applications were being denied. Mm. Denied, 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 denied. Even though she met criteria. She was just a woman. Bullshit. Um... Yeah, so she gets her master's in 1941, and like, like I said, all while maintaining that full-time job as a teacher, and she was also doing the, the lab, the chemistry lab. Oh, she was still doing that? Yeah. <clears throat> Goodness. Yeah. So again, sexism is real fucking bad, and she can't get a graduate research position. This one's got her fucking master's, mm-hmm. and she can't get a research position, even though she's fucking brilliant yeah so she starts working as a food quality supervisor at amp supermarkets and for a food lab in new york which is just like so below her intelligence level you know like the, that kind of intelligence she should have been doing what she always wanted to do fighting cancer mm-hmm. not it had something to do with, like, I didn't write it down, but it had something to do with, like, the acidity of the food. Mm. Which is, like, <coughs> boring. She then moved to... I mean, fucking chill. Hey. Chill, dude. So she then got a job. I know, a big old fight. Like, okay, screw you guys. Okay, so the gym, she then got a job at Johnson & Johnson. And she was like, okay, I think this is going to get me to where I want to go. It's going to get me to a position get, that I can excel there. in. Mm-hmm. She was wrong. Um, she was just working, again, working in another position that was just way below her intelligence <laughs> level. And I don't remember what it was, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> but I wrote, I think I I think I didn't write it down because I didn't understand what it was. Oh. <laughs> but it it was implied that it was not good enough for her. Yeah. <laughs> you made that you made that I decision. made that assumption, yes. <laughs> uh so finally 1944 was like you know, mid-war, but whatever. <laughs> she began working as an assistant to George H. Hitchings at a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company mm-hmm. uh, called Burroughs Welcome, and he like Hitchings was like a little he was like off. He was like doing his own thing when it came to making pharmaceutical drugs, not like in a, in a legal way, mm. but he was just looking for more. I don't know. Like, he was trying to find more creative ways at approaching making pharmaceutical drugs. Like, making it more efficiently created. Hmm, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, he was making this new way by intentionally imitating natural compounds instead of through trial and error. I don't know what that fucking means. Can you read it one more time? You know science was my worst subject. 
by intentionally imitating natural compounds instead of through trial and error. Then I have another point. Basically, he was hoping to trick cancer cells Mm -hmm. into accepting artificial compounds for their growth. And therefore, they could be destroyed without damaging the normal cells. Mm, gotcha. He was trying to do a little tricksy and be like, hey, actually, this is the food you want, and then it kills you. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what he was trying to do. Did they go for it? Yeah. So, the, he was, like, really, really working on this. But it was fucking Trudy <laughs> who came in and did what need to be did what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. She got shit done. Um, so, again, I'm going to use science words. Of course, words. she's a woman, and we get shit done. Yes. I'm going to use science words. Uh, I'm ready for you. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> I, again, I tried Googling them. I couldn't figure it out, so. Okay. Can you give it a rest, sister? <sighs> we got bug bites. Everybody got bug bites. The Midwest bugs, Midwest mosquitoes are murderous. Jemmy, if you're going to keep it up, you can't be in here. Okay. All right. So Trudy took these, you know, cells that had been fed this artificial compound, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. But she synthesized anti, oh my gosh, anti-metabolites of purines. Can I see the words? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I tried to read it. I really did. And sometimes the spellings are just helpful. Oh, wait, I put these hyperlinks in here. <clears throat> you don't have a safari? Oh, there it is. I forgot I kept the hyperlinks in. So I get explained to you what it was. Mm. Oh, just kidding. I didn't have it all. Anyways. Basically, she created two anti-cancer drugs... Okay. And they were used to treat types of drugs like leukemia and another one that I can't pronounce. Mercaptopurine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that no, that was the other medication. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, so yeah. The there was one medication which was used to treat leukemia and Another medication which was used to treat two types two types of leukemia mm. and Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Mm, okay. Yeah. Pretty wide scope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she created that she she basically figured out how to create those medications by doing that sciencey thing that she did earlier. Chemistry, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, after doing that, she attempted to go back to school um, to get her doctorate. However, after like, I think I read it was like three or three or four years of her like commuting and doing part time, mm-hmm. the school was like, "Nah, you need to come full time and quit your job." And so at that time, she was working at. Oh. Burroughs Welcome still, the, the pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like, no, like, I'm not going to do that. I have this really good job here. I could still move up here. I'm hey. not going to, I'm not going to get this degree. So she didn't. Um, she kept her job at Burroughs Welcome and it like turned out to be a good thing. Hmm. She was, however... Awarded an honorary PhD in 1988 from Polytechnic University, um, which is now called something else. Mm. It's a big, long name. Um, then, in 1998, she was awarded an honorary doctorate of science from Harvard. Nice. Yeah. 
So basically throughout her career, she worked for all of the top cancer research places. I think that all she did was cancer research. She worked at the National Cancer Institute, the American Association for Cancer Research, and the World Health Organization. Dang. So, and like that's, and then from 1967 to 1983, she worked as the head of the Department for Experimental Therapy at, well, uh, Burroughs Welcome. Like, she literally was just, like, doing all of these fucking jobs. Yeah. All at the same time. Yeah. Crazy. Damn. And she, I have to show you, again, I pulled up her picture on my phone so I can show you afterward <clears throat> of this lady. <laughs> okay, so then, also while doing this, from 1971 to 1983, she worked as a professor of pharmacology and a professor of experimental medicine at Duke. And then impressive. After 83 when she stopped being those profess that those types of professors, she just became a research professor until 1999. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she died in 99. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so she just like Research, cancer research is basically what she devoted her entire life to. Um, so like I said, six, from 67 to 83, she worked at Wellsboro. I mean, Bur- I always want to say Wellsboro. Burroughs, welcome. So, she, so in, 18, in 83, she retired from there. Um, but she still spent a lot of time in their lab, mm-hmm. just freely again, doing research. Was not getting paid for it, just doing it. And she was actually a Gemma. Gemma. Gemma, stop. Oh my god. Um, okay, yeah. So, like I said, she's doing free research still at Burroughs Welcome. Um, and was actually a very significant part in the development of a drug called AZT, which was one of the first drugs to treat HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought you were about to say. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1988, Trudy, as well as George H. Hitchings, won the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine, like that's the category, mm-hmm. for their groundbreaking approach to drug development. So literally what they were talking about in the beginning with them trying to create this new way of making drugs. Mm-hmm. They did it. And then I got a Nobel Prize for it. Nice. Uh, and up until her death, like I said, she was working at this research center and she was actually working on a medication called God. Nelarabine. I think that's correct. Which is a cancer treatment that treats types of leukemias and lymphomas. Yeah. Oh, anyways, let me show you this lady. She was positively adorable. Look at her. Oh my god. She looks like the cutest little grandma. She does. I'm just like, if the grandma from SpongeBob was a person, it's her. <laughs> Yeah, they do have very similar features. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I saw her, and I was just thinking of her doing all these amazing things with her amazing brain, and I was just like, oh my god, the world's cutest grandma is a genius. Yes. Perfect. Fun. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So that was my Trudy. I... Loved her. I think I would have loved to be her friend. I know. Like, she actually did. Um, just a side note, I, I just felt like I was talking about her as an inventor, so I shouldn't include this, but I do remember it. Side note, she did, like, find somebody, and she met somebody um, while she was in school that she fell in love with and was going to marry, mm-hmm. and then he got really sick and died, and so she just never married and never had kids. 
I was gonna ask you, like, if she had a personal life at all, because she said she, like, worked forever and ever. Yeah, I really think she but, just, oh. after she, after she lost, um, like, I guess, I don't know, her person she loved, um, she just didn't want to do it, I guess, and devoted every bit of her time to cancer research. That made me sad, but yeah. Yeah, it makes me sad for her. I wish she could have experienced, you know, that kind of love in her life again. Yeah. I mean... She was an incredible woman. She did what she set out to do. She did. All right. I told you, my lady has kind of unremarkable inventions. Okay. Forgot. Yes, I remember now. Anyway, I thought she was cool. I'm ready. So, her name is... Lily Evelyn Mahler Gilbreth. That's a name. Yeah. Gilbreth? Yes. Gilbreth. That's her married name. (gasps) Speaking of grosses me out, I'm so sorry to derail right now, but I meant to tell you this earlier and I forgot. Okay. I now know why Roland of Schitt's Creek freaks me out so much. Why? Because he plays the creepy hand dude in Scary Movie 2. I've never seen those. I've only seen that one. <laughs> and that's what I... I was just like, why does he give me the heebie-jeebies? And then I, like, had this flashback today while I was driving to work. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a scary movie. And he had this gross little hand, and he did gross things with it. Mm. Yeah. So that is why Roland from Just Creek grosses me out. So sorry to interrupt. Now I know I never need to watch that movie. Oh, don't. I'm I already have my problems with Roland. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Okay, so Lily Evelyn Mahler Gilbreth. Yes. Was born in 1878. Okay. She was the original Superwoman. Quotes. She was a distinguished psychologist, engineer, and mother of 12. Holy shit. 12? 12. In 1870, 80? Yeah. She was born in 1878. So, she had to have started young. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... She is credited for many academic and industrial firsts. Okay. So she was a big pioneer in kitchen design and household appliances. Um, She was born in Oakland, California, and she was named Lily at birth. Um, Her family was, like, upper middle class, and when she... She convinced her dad to let her go to high school, and she was a a fucking superstar. Fucking crushed it? Yes, she like came into her own and she's like, I am going to dominate everybody here <laughs> with my wicked smarts. She's right there. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. She blends She was like genius. And um, so her parents were from German descent. Her dad was a builder supply merchant. Um she finally convinced Daddy to let her go to college. Okay. Like, begged him, please let me go. <laughs> and, um, so she she went to college, and she loved it, and it was such a great experience for her that, um, she spoke at the commencement ceremony. That was a first. Ooh. For any, no woman had ever spoken at a commencement ceremony. Damn. But she was just brilliant. Yes. So she went on to get her master's degree and a doctorate in psychology. Oh my gosh. And um, in 1904, on October 19th, she married Frank Gilbreth. Okay. So when they got married, she was 26 and he was 35. Okay. So, I mean, she got married kind of late in life. Like, late, later for these times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, they, like, worked together because he was 
I have this job here. Mm, anyway, <clears throat> whatever, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> so, they, like, paved the way for the study of ergonomics and, like, consumer, like, database polling and stuff. Wow. So, they applied hum- a human approach to develop innovations for the workplace. So, we're talking about, like, better lighting, regular breaks. Like, they conducted research to show that these things were beneficial in the workplace, and that's why they were implemented. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, some of the other ones were having suggestion boxes and free books available to employees to help, you know, stimulate their Mm -hmm. mental well-being. Or, you know, their thought. So, anyway... So, their business was called Gilbreth Incorporated, and it was a business and engineering consulting firm. Okay. So, smart, smart, smart. Yeah. Um, they wrote many publications, both as sole authors, and then they also co-authored several books. Holy shit. Um, and Sorry. more than 50 papers about a variety of scientific topics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and have had 12 kids? And have 12 kids. Like, ow! But just wait. <laughs> so, um, many of the joint publications don't give her credit, though. Ugh. When she, because the publishers were concerned that she's a female, even though she had a doctorate in psychology, and her husband didn't even attend college. Wow. Like, she was the... Brains. Yes. You know, it was completely opposite of what you would think of these times. Yeah. And so, yeah. So their business mainly focused on worker efficiency. And she was interested most in the human element related to the workplace. And I think that's mostly because, you know, she has a doctorate in psych. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So they have, they have their 12 kids. I... Anne, Mary, Ernestine, Martha, Frank, I'm sorry, Frank Jr., William, Lillian, Frederick, Daniel, John, Robert, Jane. Ernestine? Ernestine. Yep. That poor child. Poor girl. Yeah. So. I wasn't even sure if it was a girl. Yes, Ernestine. It's a girl. You know they're going to call her Ernie. Uh, probably. That's rude. They could have called her Teeny. Can you imagine <clears throat> having a nickname? Having a name that really could, like, the big, the best nickname for it is Ernie. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, but they had all those kids. So, <laughs> they used their passion for efficiency and productivity in their household. Oh, that's strange. So, they did some experiments about, like, faster, more efficient ways to wash dishes and brush teeth. Oh, okay. And, you know, like... Not... Not, like, weird stuff. Faster ways to control their children. Yeah, no, not, like, weird stuff. Like, just... How to live more efficiently. Yeah. Um, and so, in 1924, at the age of 55, Frank suddenly has a heart attack. He croaks. It's really sad. She was left to raise 11 children under the age of 19. That's a lot of freaking kids. Yeah. Um, And so she was 46 when he died. Oh, my gosh. She was not very old. Yeah. She didn't let that stop her. She was like, you know what? I have my kids. I have my shit handled. I'm just going to keep on working, okay? Because me and my husband built this business, and I'm not going to let it tank. We worked too fucking hard. So she kept it running for decades after his death. Oh, my gosh. Despite the fact that three of their biggest clients didn't renew contracts with her after his death. (sighs) But she was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. She found new clients. Like, yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. Because she's a badass bitch. I'm going to tell you something after this. Well, tell me, because I'm going to keep going on about how fucking awesome she is. No, at no, at the end. It's, like, totally irrelevant. Well, are you going to remember it? Probably not. 
Then do you just want to tell me right now? Okay, yes, it's short. Um, did you see that Reese Witherspoon sold her production company? Her production company, production company that's supposed to be by women for women mm-hmm. to two white men. What? Yeah. Or like basically the company that's she sold it to the company that's owned by two white men. So. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna have to read about that. No, I did not see that. Yes. I'm going to do some research. Saw it today. <clears throat> Didn't like it. Nope, me either. We need less men in media. Agreed. <sighs> yeah, so. Lily. Later in life, she, like changes her name she's like you know what i'm a distinguished woman i have my doctorate degree my name cannot be lily maloney she changed her name to lillian Ugh. i know that's terrible terrible but she became the first female professor in engineering at purdue damn the first woman elected to the national academy of engineering the second woman to join the American Society of Mechanical Engineers. And until 2005, she was the only woman to receive the Hoover Award. And I googled it because I'm like, why is this a big deal? <clears throat> Apparently it's very prestigious. And it was, so, it was established in 1929 and it commemorates the civic and humanitarian achievements of engineers. It is conferred upon an engineer whose professional achievements and personal endeavors have advanced the well-being of mankind. Dang! Yeah. That is a fucking big deal. Yeah. And so it's administered by a board that represents five engineering organizations. And they're like the big ones, you know, like the American National Academy of Engineering, blah, 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 blah. Like ones mm. like that, like big professional Dang. established organizations. Yeah. Like I said, she was wicked smart. And this was, she had her degree in psychology. What? Yeah. So, I have this little, like, tidbit. She was dethroned in 2005 by Sudha um, who is an engineer, philanthropist, educator, and executive co-founder of Children's Hope International Literacy and Development child acronym she's the assistant director of engineering and public works for the city of vista california the secretary of the board for international orphan care and on and on and on like she is like my gosh yes so i mean she was she was dethroned by someone that really earned it yeah that yeah who was clearly badass yeah yeah so Lily's contributions shaped the development of applied psychology and it has okay. been called a gene and she's been called a genius in the art of living. How many people can fucking say that? Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah. So she, so later in life, she didn't work for Gilbreth Incorporated, like for her entire career. Um, obviously she was a teacher and, you know, mm-hmm. Um, but she was, she was also a consultant for corporations that were applying psychology to solve problems in office equipment, household appliances, hospitals, and sports, blah, blah, blah. All of her designs and inventions were made to make life and work easier. Wow. So her two most well-known inventions are the shelves in your refrigerator doors. Okay. Okay. Including the butter tray. <laughs> Very cool. I love um, the butter tray. And the egg keeper. Yeah. Um, and the foot pedal trash can. All right. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of those, actually. I'm not either, but whatever. She invented it. But some it. people like them. A lot of people like them. Some people really do. I took the lid off of Michael's because I didn't like it. Yeah. I'm not a fan either. I don't. If he puts it back. It's okay if you put it back. I'll just take it off when I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. It's weird to have a preference on a trash can, but... I know, but I do. do. I have one. I do. I don't... I don't even grab the lid when I buy a trash can, because... I'm aware. I, 
what's the point? It's just going to get nasty and gross. It's just one more thing to wash. It's going to get heaped up. Yeah. And then and then it's too full to, like... Yeah. To, like, close up because it's, it got up to the lid. Yeah, and then it's nasty again. I'm like, ugh, I don't even want to deal with it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't bothered me, clearly. Yeah, so... Um, she also filed patents on an improved electric can opener and a wastewater hose for clothes washers. Oh. Um, she worked at GE, so General Electric, right. Electric as an industrial engineer, and she interviewed over 4,000 women to design the proper height for stoves, sinks, and other kitchen figures in her work to improve kitchen design. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of, like, that's... So much information. Wow. Huge subject pool. Can you, yeah, can you imagine, like, the reason that <clears throat> most things for the height that they are is because these people took a survey of 4,000, what was it, 4,000 people? Yeah, she interviewed them about, like, preferences, why they prefer certain things in the kitchen like this, why they wish it was a certain way. Crazy. To design... My mom always says, you can tell that her kitchen was designed by a man. (laughs) Yeah. You can tell that Michael's was, too. He has, like, no counter space. Yeah. Ours was, ours was, was built to please a a lady who had somebody cooking for her. Yeah, so she didn't care what the kitchen was like. Mm -hmm. It's little, but we make it work. We make it work. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so... So she did all of that. She was super cool. Like, all of her work was like, yes, I'm just trying to make people's lives easier. And I am here for that. Absolutely. So, um, she also taught college and university courses at Bryn Mawr, Newark College of Engineering, Rutgers University, and the University of Wisconsin. She was appointed a resident lecturer at MIT in 1964. Dang. So think about that. She was appointed a resident lecturer at MIT in 64. Dang. Like, how old was she then? Uh, I don't know. You said she was born in 78, right? Yeah, I'm trying to look at uh, when she died. She was in her 80s. Damn. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, so I have in caps, how incredible for a woman at this time. (laughs) Um, she served as an advisor to at least five presidents on civil defense and women's issues. Dang. She received more than 20 honorary degrees and awards on awards on awards. This lady was accoladed to the nth degree. Ooh. Like. Uh, clearly, I mean, clearly she fucking deserved yes. it. Yes. She developed the work triangle and linear kitchen layouts. So, I'm sure your mom... Is right when she says, I can tell my kitchen is designed by a man. It's probably not the work triangle method it's, that makes fucking sense. It's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been in your mom's kitchen. It's not the most user friendly. It's user-friendly. terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, she collaborated with Mary E. Dillon, who was the president of the Brooklyn Borough Gas Company. Okay. On the creation of an efficient kitchen with gas-powered appliances and ergonomically structured workspace to not waste time. It was unveiled at a World's Fair. Jeez. Because it was a big deal. Like, gas appliances were a new thing. Wow. And she invented wall light switches. I feel like I haven't been only using gas appliances longer than any other appliance. No, I thought they had, like, fires. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, they didn't have propane tanks and... That's such a weird thing that, like... Man, I know people, like, like gas stoves, but why would you, like, revert back? Like, I feel like when you use a gas stove, it's like you're reverting back a little bit. Like, electric is just so simple. And and you don't risk blowing up your house. I love gas stoves. I've never had one. Maybe that's I why. Love, I love them. They, you can control the heat so much better. Oh my god, when you toast the tortillas on, on the flame. Mm. 
so good. I mean, really. I would take a gas stove over electric every day. I've never had one, so maybe that's why I just don't care. It's amazing. It, I love them so much. And they're not nearly as temperamental as electric stoves. Because, you know, sometimes you're like, well, this burner, you know, gets... It's, uh-huh. It says it's a 7, but, like, really, you got to turn it up to, like, an 8. Or it's, like, it says 7, but you got to keep it at a 5. Yeah. Yeah. Gas just, stoves, you don't have that guess. I just don't care to pay for gas and electric. Yeah, I know. They're just nice to have. Anyway, that's my that's my soapbox. <laughs> <sighs> Michael agrees with me, so, I mean, at least we're there. <laughs> so, um, she <laughs> retired just a few years before her death. And Ernestine and Frank Jr. went on to publish two books about their family. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you want to know what they are? Yes, I do. Cheaper by the Dozen and Bells on Their Toes. What? Yes. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So the books were later made into movies, including Cheaper uh, by the Dozen. I've never seen the originals, but I've seen the other two. Yeah. That was her. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, they wrote the book, and it was just about, like, you know, their their mom's eccentrics and, you know, how their parents, you know, tried to do all this stuff and figure out how to just live easier with 12 kids. Crazy. Yeah, and so they wrote the books, and... Dang. I thought that was so cool. That is super cool. Yeah, and I'm just like... Who would have thought that this incredible woman was who they based Bonnie Hunt's character off of? And she would rather doesn't. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I not like, that Bonnie Hunt's character isn't a smart woman. No, but... she was an author. Yeah. But yeah. Crazy. But William. Badass. Look at you go, girl. Yeah. That's why I said, like, some of her inventions were pretty unimpressive but she herself was such an impressive person yeah very cool and her the reason only reason her inventions seem unimpressive is just because like we take it for they granted make sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense to have things that make our lives easier so like yeah. like yeah we take it for granted but just the fact that she and her husband were the ones that kind of pioneered like the study of ergonomics yeah and making things that are more user-friendly by using applied psych. Just so cool. Very cool. It, yeah, we, we both love psych. Yeah, obviously. Lot, so. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, what a badass. Very fucking cool. Look at these badass women. I know. Killing. And doing things, I mean, doing things well into their, I mean, 80s, 90s. Like, I don't know how yeah. Gertrude, old Gertrude was when she died, but like doing things that basically. Until they died. Lillian died when she was 94. Oh my gosh. And she never she never remarried after Frank died. Mm. She was like, nah, he was the love of my life. I can't feel that way about anyone else ever again. That's sad. But she loved her children, and obviously she had a very full life. And it said that. I was, I read about that, like, I didn't put it in here. But, I mean, she had a full personal life, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a, obviously Trudy. she had a big family that loved her. and I don't know that Trudy did. Yeah, that just makes me sad. I wish that she did because she was yeah. so awesome. I mean, from what it sounds like, it sounds like she kind of, from what I read, it sounds like she made her family with the people that she worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you kind of have to when you're working that much. But Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she just, all she wanted to do was fight cancer, and that's what she did her whole life. Yeah. All she was to try to do, except for the fucking man trying to keep her down. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. And it's still, I mean, sexism, sexism in science is still so bad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Women in science are... We need more. Yes. Women in STEM. I follow so many people on TikTok that are 
just exposing myself because I fucking love TikTok. <laughs> um, I see, I follow so many people on TikTok that are like, are women in all these crazy fields talking about all the cool stuff they get to do. And I love that for them. I yeah. am just terrible at fucking science. Like, they never <laughs> get into it. I know. Like, ever since... Ever since Jeff Bezos went into space, all I keep thinking about is how cool it would be to be an astronaut. Oh, my God. I feel like... I don't even know how, but it makes me feel claustrophobic. Being in space makes me feel claustrophobic, and I don't know how that's a thing. I don't know, but... I just think it would be so incredible. Yeah, I think it would be all very incredible, but like, can't think about it. <laughs> I I think I feel the same way about. I think it's like I think it's the outfit. Mm. Cause I think I feel the same way about diving. I don't think I could do it. Mm. Like yeah. you know how like my niece has got that mermaid tail, and then it gets in the water and it just like suction cups to you. Yeah, makes me want to throw up. I put it on my arm once, and I. I was like, I could have easily lifted it out of the water, but it still sent panic through my body. <laughs> no, I get it. I think it's just because I've been watching Firefly with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he has the DVDs. What happened? To, what happened to Lucifer? Um, I think we're just taking a break from Lucifer. Mm-hmm. I to- I told him it's a show that I can't watch on my own. Oh, gotcha. It's just there's a lot of details, and I have questions because, you know, I can't remember things that happened that I watched forever ago, and mm-hmm. just shows that have a lot of details like that, just poof. So I need him there to remind me of stuff. Gotcha. And I'm like, it's just, it's an us show, not a, it's a we show, not a me show. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, hey, so I've been watching Firefly, and I think he would like it. I just finished it. You want to watch it? just finished it and he's like yeah but it's one season i can watch it again <laughs> it's only one season yeah i guess it was canceled and you know what i'm kind of upset about it <laughs> i think that the story was super interesting and he was right when he said that it was ahead of its time do you know anything about it Mm-mm. okay it's like the future but like in space as wild wild west which sounds like st- Stupid as hell. <laughs> okay. But it just works somehow. I don't know. So they're in space on a spaceship, on a planet. <clears throat> um, they can travel to different like planets and moons and stuff. Um, and like they yeah, they have like their own ship that they travel in. It's called Serenity. Interesting. And it's a Firefly Cruiser. All right. Yeah. Wild Wild in space. Yes, and I was and when he told me that, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the first episode was an hour and a half. Oh, damn. Yeah. And I forgot that. And it just kept, it just kept going. I was like, "Oh my god!" And so he, I, when it finally was done, he's like, "So what do you think? Are all episodes gonna be like?" And that? I was like, "I don't know. I'm still making my opinion." But yeah, honestly, not bad. I kind of wanted to watch it by myself, but I, I was like, maybe this is something he wants me to watch with him. Hey, he wants to hear that, Kleeb. Yeah. No, don't come over here and do it closer. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, if you're on the fence about Firefly, (laughs) I think it would be worth a shot. Alright, I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, I mean, some of it has not aged well, and some of it is just, like, so cheesy, but that's what makes it funny. Okay. (laughs) Like, instead of saying, like, you know, like, oh, we're boned, they say, we're humped. (laughs) And staying like instead of like goddamn, it's a goram. <laughs> I laugh every time. <sighs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and the guy that plays Crowley in Supernatural plays a character in it called Badger. Yeah, I have not seen that show, so oh, never watched Supernatural. Yeah, and he 
his outfit is ridiculous. He's wearing, like, a vest that looks like a suit, like a suit jacket, uh-huh. and, like, a t-shirt underneath, or, like, a tank top or something, and a tie. Okay. Or, like, some kind of, like, leather vest or something. He's wearing some kind of vest and a tie and like, a t-shirt. Like a 2007 emo kid? Yeah, and he has one of those hats like Cornelius Fudge has in Harry Potter. Like a little bowler hat. Oh, I just think of the bowler hat guy in Meet the Robinsons. (laughs) I have watched that one time with you, and it's been a a minute. I liked that movie. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute, too. I just don't think it was a movie that I would watch, you know, regularly. Mm. Cute, but... I mean, yeah, it's not in my regular lineup either. You know, my, you know my lineup, so. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, enough about us. Oh my gosh, yeah, that derailed. It did. Anyways, sorry about that, guys. (laughs) Um. Everyone knows what I'm watching now. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck I'm rewatching Schitt's Creek, in case anyone wants to know. Moira is an icon. Try out Hacks on HBO Max. It's really funny if you like dry humor. Yeah. Thinking about starting that, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. I loved it. Also, this is not a sponsor for Drunk History. Please. Check it out, because if you like us, you'll like Drunk History. Yeah. If you don't like us, maybe you'll like Drunk History better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, I we, mean, we, like, they, we like drunk history better than us, too. I mean, if they listen this far, then maybe they like us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, tune in next week to talk about... Haunted places. Oh, yes, haunted places. Mm-hmm. And don't forget... You got food at home. Yeah, don't be like me. I ordered Taco Bell today. 